0: Hello and welcome to the Crazy World of Absolute Bedlam podcast. My name is Ben and I interview people from all around the world, from all walks of life, about interesting topics such as being an actor, musician, personal trainer, video game developer. You name it, I've probably had a chat with them. So my main background is music but I'm looking to get basically anyone from YouTube, Twitch, you name it, put them in touch with me and I'll have a chat, like I say. Um, recently done a flurry of veteran episodes, so if you want to check that out, that's a slightly different thing called Tales from the Trenches with my friend and editor, John Belfield. But enough of that, I'm here to just introduce the episodes and just say if anyone wants to help me out by donating to ko which is a donation service which is available at www.kofi, fi, which is ko-fi.com forward slash absolute bedlam podcast. If you go to that website, you'll be able to donate a minimum of £3 to me. You can donate what you want and you can also set recurring payments, but I don't, you know, if you want to, then that's fair enough, but, you know, just do what you can if you can, that sort of thing. Um donations really really help me out because this takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of energy especially when I'm sorting out US people to podcast with and interview etc so every little helps really really genuinely it means I can really put some time into this and really like make it as good as I can possibly get um I'm currently on the lookout for a webcam as I've mentioned several times now um and that's a £70 product, so all of the donations that come from this co-fi, co-fi, will go towards that £70 webcam. Um, I don't like asking people for money, but if you're enjoying the episodes, say you've listened to more than two or three episodes the whole way through and you're enjoying it and you like what you hear, then a donation would massively be appreciated. Um, right, I'm going to stop waffling and I'm going to let you enjoy the episode. But yeah, cheers guys, keep it bedlam, and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, bye. If you're in need of some TLC, some posh products from across the pond, then hit up Archie Soul. Archie Soul Male Grooming is committed to making sure that you live your best hygiene life possible. Shower gel, beard oil, pomade, bags, um, wallets, uh, everything basically www.archysoul.com is the place to be use code bedlam 20 for 20% off if you are a new visitor this is a one-time code as an introduction to the website and to the brand shout out to mark archysoul for always hooking me up with the latest goodies the latest supply companies like duke cannon Monsieur barbier american crew anthony Uh, have a look at their website like I say there's just so much stuff on there I can't comprise it into one ad read so yeah shout out to Archie Soul and uh, back to the episode cheers guys good evening and welcome to Absolute Bedlam podcast hope everyone's good we're still grinding away we're on two episodes a week at the moment and uh, until at least July we don't show any signs of stopping here So yeah, first things first, I just need to do some housekeeping. Uh, John at Lord's Brewing has very kindly sent me a bunch of cans of beer, which I'm probably going to do a review of on YouTube because it's another excuse for content, right? Um, And what else have I got to mention? Uh, The Archie Salt advert that's probably just played is a lot shorter and a lot more to the point because I do have a bit of a habit of just going on and on and on, as you can probably tell. Um, Shanty Spirit Vodka, I've got a code with them now which is Bedlam Discount at checkout and that will give you 10% off everything on their store and I'm all caught up. So tonight we have Jane Belcher from Set Surf on the podcast. We're repping Set Surf ourselves because we try and be organised over here. (laughs) Jane, how's it going?
1: It's going all right, thanks. Thanks very much for uh, sparing a night to uh, have me on. It's really appreciated.
0: (laughs) No worries it makes sense doesn't it let's get Absolutely. the person on back and uh see what what it's all about so i've got a couple of guest questions um makes one sense. of them is very timely in terms of how this all got started and where it is at the moment um so we'll ask that it's from my friend jim as most of my questions are from jim um where did the name set surf come from and what, decided, what made you decide to take the plunge with sunscreen?
1: <laughs> Two very, very good questions. Uh, set Surf, uh, the name basically comes from, I'd like to say it's like a really exciting and funky backstory to it, but it's actually not. So the founder of the company, who is the, who is the guy that we bought it from, was an avid surfer. And I asked him this same question, why, why set? Thinking it was some cool term. And it isn't really it's just based on if you're surfing and you miss a wave it's more like mate just wait for the next set and okay. that would normally just be spelt normally so he threw an extra t on the end of it and I think my t's just arrived talking of
2: t's oh
0: uh, so no, I couldn't, I couldn't have planned that any better
1: <laughs> I know right yeah. so uh, that's where the um that's where the name came from and what made me take the plunge it's actually what it's my husband and I but I sort of do all do all the work on the business, but what made us take the plunge with a new business mm-hmm. in right at the beginning of lockdown? So we basically bought Surf from the founder, who's this cool Kiwi chap called uh, James Marshall, and he set the company up. He was a, he was an avid surfer, and the the products were all designed by surfers for surfers, so designed for like really long sessions in the water. Um, and then he, I you know, I think he his sort of um, priorities changed. He ended up going back to New Zealand working on you know with being fully employed he wasn't able to dedicate the time to set so he decided to sell the business but he wanted to sell it to people that had a passion for the ocean like he does so that's where we came along we found my husband found it mark found it in an advert for like nautical companies for sale some kind of magazine and we just got in touch with him and um, we started chatting to him this is before the first lockdown so it must have been we probably started talking to him in february and then by the time kind of we actually bought the company in May, we were in proper lockdown and mm. we were all kind of thinking, well, how long is this lockdown business going to last? It yeah. can't last too long. It'll be over by the summer and we can sell some sunscreen. And, you know, two years on and things are only just we haven't had a proper year yet. Yeah. So we, we took the plunge because it seemed interesting and we were both looking for, you know, something to keep me out of mischief and, mm. you know, give me a real focus. Um, And so that's why we got involved in set.
0: Yeah. No, fair enough. Cool, cool. Yeah, I remember like the first lockdown was a bit novel when everyone was like, oh, wow, I can actually like work from home. And I didn't realize I was allowed to work from home and stuff like that. And me and my friend at work, we had a bit of a wager on saying, you know, when's this all going to go back to normal? Like, when can we go into a. <laughs> yes, you a thinking
1: six weeks, yeah, and it'll all be
2: fine.
0: Yeah, no one <laughs> system, and we can all just live our lives as if this never happened. Exactly. Um, and we said to each other, we reckon June 2020, everything will be fine. <laughs> it's now June 2020. Oh
1: my God. I'm sure you're not alone, because we were certainly hoping that that would be the case. Um. And, you know, I I remember thinking back during lockdown, because my husband ended up having to take some time out of work, and um, the kids were all kind of in school and then not in school, and everybody I knew, and the roads were all silent, and people were just walking their dogs, they were learning Mandarin, they were making banana bread, you could walk out to the street and smell banana bread because everybody was making it, and everybody seemed to be having just the dandiest, funnest time ever, Mm. And I was just working every minute that God sent and have done ever since really trying to build this. So at the beginning, I was trying to learn what all this sunscreen malarkey all about, make sure I was up to speed on all the regulations, um, understand all the packaging rules and regulations and Mm. learning about the formulations and things like that. So I don't think I've ever worked harder in my life than I did in that first lockdown.
0: What's going on? Right. So first things first, check out set. We've got pamphlets. We've got all sorts of stuff going on in here, and we've got products as well because I try and keep her occupied. Oh and, yeah,
1: the old uh, aluminium, yeah, aluminium bottle that's got our SPF fifty in it.
0: Yep, yeah, that's it. We got the refillable little bit. Yeah. At the top. So it
1: ends up looking ends up comes like looking yeah. like that when you get yeah. it.
0: Fantastic. Free samples as well been giving these out to companies in weymouth and dorchester and all that stuff and we've got the rash cream as well awesome stuff um right how can i segue from this so you had a bit of an experience on dragon's den didn't you
1: yes i'd definitely say that it was an experience um we applied to go on there mark was kind of less less applied to do it you know it's going to be fun it's going to be a really exciting experience a really exciting experience of course they'd invest in us why on earth wouldn't they um and so we applied in the january of last year and went through all of the the different interview processes and steps and there were quite a few and then had to go into a massive due diligence process ending up with this enormous like lever arch file full of stuff you know justifying every claim that we make um and it was a really and it was a really fun experience you mm. know it was a deeply stressful experience as well and disappointing that we didn't get um the investment um, and we didn't even get televised in the end either you you think all of that busting my ass yeah. <laughs> and didn't even get like two two seconds of, of you know coverage for. i didn't even get to stand and go set surf
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but it is what it is and, and i did get a lot of learnings out of it so i've been trying to Stay upbeat about stuff and not get knocked back and not get disheartened because I mean Jesus, if I was going to get disheartened every time I had a knockback, I'd be permanently depressed and probably trying to kill myself. So, yeah. got to find that you know silver lining in every cloud. So we did get some really useful feedback from from the dragons and things. Um, Deborah Meaden in particular quite liked the rash cream. She thought the rash cream was really good. Um, so that was something that we've um, really taken on board, and also they wanted us to tweak our packaging and make the design look a bit more funky. So we're working on some new designs for that as well.
0: Okay, that's cool. Um, so was that sort of drive to London? Like where? where was London, in
1: London? No, God, no. Yeah. Um, so the it was the filming was up in Manchester. Um, so they put us up in a hotel the night before because we live, you know, in Southwest Wiltshire, so we're quite a long way away. And the night before, I packed up the car and everything full of product and the stuff to have, like, the table out and some surfboards and sand. We even bought sand and we were going to make it have the whole beach vibe thing going on.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and the night before, the car started making an almighty, I mean, a really bad noise, a terrible noise. It's like, this car is dying. And we would know we couldn't drive it anywhere. So I was madly trying to find a hire car at 8pm the night before. We live in the middle of nowhere, right? It's yeah. really difficult to get, um, to find a hire car place. No mm. one had anything because the filming was last. So it was like June 2021. So we were still kind of, lockdown was still kind of happening a bit. Yeah. Um, so in the end, we ended up having to take a taxi 45 minutes north to another to, to Trowbridge to find a, a car hire company there and then just hire anything that they had. It's like literally even if it's a mini, I'll take it. Yeah. Luckily, they had a van. So they gave us a van and we managed to uh, drive all the way up there. So got up to Manchester and everything, dropped off some product at a customer en route who's up in Stockport, uh, M's Easy Eco. Um, she's one of the first people that bought our great big five litre kind of pump container which is popular with refill shops and then dumped all our stuff at the hotel and took all the product and everything and got that all set up I came back to the hotel and probably got a migraine um and then the next morning it was kind of up crack of dawn get into the studio look all professional went into makeup had someone actually do my makeup for the first time ever it was awesome um even Mark had his makeup done and we they walk you through the whole kind of process. So when it comes to when they're actually finally ready for you, you've pretty much gone through the whole thing. They've they've heard your speech ten times, so you know your speech off the you know literally off pad. You know exactly what you're going to say. But there's nothing quite as intimidating as when those lift doors open and it's not a real
0: lift. Okay. <laughs> Secrets of the trade, right here. Uh- yeah. just
1: doors that open you may have to cut this bit out i don't
2: know
0: hollywood They,
1: they kill us if they find out yeah. i've said that so anyway it was when you when there's lift doors open and you walk out and all the lights are on you and you see these five people sitting there and it's like oh my god they all looked really small because they were actually quite far away from us the way they had the the seats all arranged and everything
2: yeah.
1: um and yeah you just start the pitch and we were in there for about an hour and a half being thoroughly grilled the end of it when we had to do the walk of shame back to the lift after basically being you know sorry we're out sorry I'm out sorry I'm out um I couldn't walk because I'd been stood stationary for about an hour and a half and I was in a pair of brand new high heel shoes and I'd not really worn them and I couldn't, I didn't have any feeling in my feet. And I had shooting pains at my legs. And I was like hobbling. I was forcing myself to try to stay upright. I couldn't take my shoes off because you can't, you just that would just look so caveman, right? Yeah. Um so managed to get away from all the cameras, and then I just had to take my shoes off. And then you've got to do the interview. So how did that go? How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling great. We got rejected, and I'm probably going to get another migraine in 10 minutes. It was a brilliant experience, but it was, it was pretty stressful. And they're really good at making you. I think if we had been televised, they would have made me look like a right dickhead. Mm. I, you know, I don't think they intend to do that, but no. it's, desi- it's, what it's it's designed to sort of, you know, really shine a positive light on the people that they decide to invest in. Mm. And yet people like me, the, the rejects, as I've termed ourselves, um, you know, you don't really get made to feel that good about yourself or your yeah, products. Yeah.
0: Well, I've been watching Dragon's Den for a while, and I know that they always invest in the last person, 100%. But I've also really? yeah yeah, like it's an hour long show, isn't it? So like yeah. two minutes you know that someone's gonna come in and they'll get because you know it's the BBC they want to end on a high note and then they'll yeah. put the news on and we're all fucked <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, exactly. I know
1: but you've yeah. got no choice in like the order. And then, you know, so yeah. you could be, I could have been the first or the last of the morning. It was a morning session and an afternoon session. It wouldn't have made a bloody hate me a difference because yeah. they cut everything anyway and they stitch it into whatever. So I was probably, um, if I had been televised, it would have probably had me televised with people that they'd done the shooting for like four four days earlier. And it would all just be sewn into, you know, to fit to fit them. But it was a really cool experience. Yeah. It, it, you know, people say, oh, would you, if you had the choice, would you do it again? Hell yeah. Yeah, maybe learn my numbers a bit better, so I didn't, you know, irritate yeah. Devin Meeker so much.
0: <laughs> Last question on it: Do you reckon the cash on their tables is real?
1: I don't think it is. It all looks too neat. Yeah, it looks too bloody neat. I was thinking maybe the top one is probably real, mm. or maybe the top couple, mm. but it does—it just doesn't seem. I think the security around it. Now I'm pretty sure I asked our little BBC handler, lovely lady. Um, I won't mention her name, obviously, um, but. She, she, I can't remember what she told me, but my gut feeling is that it isn't real. It can't be right. You sit with like yeah. hundreds of thousands of pounds on yeah. your table. If it was, I'd have gone and tried to mother yeah, myself, yeah. get absolutely. the money, get my investment anyway I can.
0: When the reason money is an armchair, that's when you've got too much, I think. You've
1: got far too much. I've got
0: parts <laughs> of it. Um, so we met at Bournemouth Air Show.
1: We did, yes, absolutely.
2: That, a year ago,
0: maybe.
1: God, oh, that was. That was it. Was last September? Yeah, maybe last September. Yeah, it was the end yeah. of a very long summer. I was kind of at the end of my tether. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and pretty knackered after doing. We did boardmasters. We'd yeah. been away, and we'd rented our house out, and we were supposed to be on on vacation. The vacation didn't happen, but we didn't want to ruin other people's vacations, so we sort of camped around the place and stuff. It was just one of those long summers yeah. that I was really glad to get to the end of.
0: Yeah, because I met Shanty Spirit there, and I met Set Surf there, and I could tell that both of the companies, especially I think it was just you, um, I could tell that the companies had something behind them, and I, I'm all about zero waste and like none of this plastic bollocks, because it's just so archaic now, and I like seeing how it we are works.
1: trying. We are trying yeah. really hard to sort of come away from plastic. Yeah. You've got to remember, though, it's it's. I suppose it's easy for a, for a liquor company because you can put everything in a nice glass bottle and everything's, you know, it's it's ultimately recyclable for however many times you need it to, to be recycled. It's yeah. kind of different because you can't put sunscreen in a glass bottle. You yeah. can put sunscreen in an aluminium bottle, no problem, but the majority, and I'm sure as you've noticed, um, as, ev- as everybody else will have noticed, is that your sunscreen comes in a plastic tube. Yeah, Vast majority of sunscreens come in either plastic tubes or aluminum bottles there's a few there's not that many we we do a pouch now which is recyclable and refillable so we're trying to use less packaging. But ultimately the traditional way of doing it is putting it in a damn plastic tube yeah, so this is where. um, I ended up getting into hot water with some of the dragons because i was saying well, yes, I want to find an alternative to this. Because, you know, let's let's face it, you know, plastic is not the way forward, and I completely get that, and I want to push more into the non-plastic alternatives. But ultimately, when you look at, say, bioplastics and certain things that are made with sugarcane and stuff like that, it's all, you know, a lot of the new stuff is being grown by chopping down the Brazilian rainforest. So you're chopping down primary rainforest to grow this secondary crop to make this plastic alternative. So to me, there's a, the, it's very difficult to sort of figure out which is the best thing to do. You, yeah. can use, you can use plastic tubes that are made with recycled plastic, but they can't necessarily be recycled as easily. So, you know, if any of your listeners have any bloody great ideas, please tell me and I will definitely look into it because I definitely want to move down this route as, as you're talking about. It, it's just plastic's not the way forward.
0: Yeah, and at the Bournemouth Air Show, I was allowed to go into what I call podcast mode three times because I have a real problem with switching off. I'm always messed (laughs) up all all hours. I'm always wired, and I can't really calm down. I'm just not built like that. And my girlfriend Hannah was like, "Right, if you see any companies at the Bournemouth Air Show, you can for three times you can give them like a business card and a little bit of a speech, and I'd love to get you on my podcast for some exposure." Stuff like that, but um, I used I used my free tokens on Shanty Spirit, Set Surf, yeah. and the Royal Air Force up at the Bournemouth Air Show.
2: Oh, right, cool. So
0: I wanted to get someone that used to like, what was it like? They flew like a Lancaster bomber, I think.
1: Is that um, the really big, the really big one? Yeah. I can't really tell the difference between all of them, but yeah, it was a really massive
2: one. It was yeah. dead loud.
0: Yeah, I think one of them was like behind the uh, bouncing bomb. Dam Busters, sort of. Idea. Oh,
2: how cool is that?
0: Um, and they never got back to me, which I was a bit gutted by, but you know, oh, a bit of a rude. and uh, you might get a response now and then. We've been very lucky lately. But yeah, um, I think you've got a good product. Um, I think it's got a lot going for it. And I can tell that the sort of zero waste. Sort of environmental sort of eco ness about it isn't forced. And I think that's really important. Is a lot of
1: definitely accept, you know, acknowledge that we are not where we need to be right now. You know, I think that would be a complete falsehood to even think that. But I think if you take a step back, it's not purely just about the packaging, it's about the physical product itself. Because I remember when we first met, you didn't have a clue what mineral sunscreen was no you know, no sunscreen yeah. sunscreen isn't it and i couldn't oh no my friend let me educate you immediately <laughs> yeah. and, and i probably launched off into my usual pattern yeah, where yeah. you've got chemical sunscreen and mineral sunscreen the yeah. chemical sunscreen are your big brands that you see in the supermarkets and pharmacies and things and these are sort of the household names that everybody will recognize and they use a range of chemicals, but some of them, and I shall uh, baffle you with the uh, long chemical names now because it's cool because I remember them all, Um, things like oxybenzone and avabenzone and octinoxate and octocrylene and homosalate and and octosalate, and they all have secondary names as well, like benzophenone-3 and oxymethylsacinamate or something like that. Anyway, really complicated names, and they are chemical UV filters. And so they work by going to the deeper layers of the skin, inside the skin, and that's where they do their work. They do their sort of black magic down there. It's all like obeah and voodoo. I don't quite know how it works. It works through the miracle of chemistry and that's how it protects your skin. Whereas uh, mineral sunscreen only forms a protective barrier on top of your skin. So it uses zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, sometimes one, sometimes the other, sometimes both. Ours uses both. And those are mineral UV filters, so they're much more likely to to not irritate people's skin. So if you've got sensitive skin in kids, mineral sunscreen is often um, a much better bet than the chemical sunscreen. And it's a more natural alternative to, you know, another, a better way of protecting your skin from the sun than, you know, piling all those chemicals into your into your skin because it's been found in the bloodstream. It's been that you know oxybenzone has been found in um, breast milk as well, and it's supposed to sort of start messing with the endocrine systems of certain fish. It's not not great for coral reefs and aquatic life. So there are lots of good reasons for making that switch from chemical to mineral sunscreen, and that's why I'm really passionate about it. Yeah. Because you're not only looking after your skin, but you're looking after the oceans as well.
0: Yeah yeah I think it's important to take some accountability nowadays like we all care about where our food comes from and we all care yeah. about you know getting out and going for a jog and going to the gym and stuff like that but when it comes to stuff like sunscreen and you know like where does my power come from to the house things like that and I think we're, we're slowly yeah.
1: getting it does cost him so much money it, you know yeah. I always got really suspicious with, um, you know, with your, like the energy supplies and stuff saying, oh, all your electricity comes from 100% renewable sources. And I'm like, well, if everybody at like, I don't know, Bulb or Life or whoever these different companies are, if everybody is on renewable, then why is there an electricity Crisis. Why is yeah. the cost of electricity gone through the gone? You know, through the roof. Yeah. If everybody is supposed to be on wind power or solar power, yeah. and it made me really suspicious. It's like seriously, was I actually on a hundred percent renewable? I yeah. doubt it, because they couldn't yeah. have put millions and millions of people on it. So yeah. yeah, I got proper suspicious about
2: that.
0: Yeah, I think when you know you get people like yourself on, um, and you actually have a chat with them, you see how simple things can be, but we seem yeah. to loud like massive corporations seem to shroud information in sort of layers and you know they'll say it's a hundred percent you know like mcdonald's do it all the time where it's like 97 percent beef and i'm like well what the fuck's the other three percent then is it just like random yeah it does
1: McDonald's. make you wonder yeah. it does make you wonder
0: yeah they, yeah
1: they did, um, they did um who was i talking to the other day and i think mcdonald's in this country was compared to mcdonald's in the states and they analysed how many ingredients were in their fries. And in the States, there are 14 ingredients in their French fries.
2: Yeah.
1: And in the and I think in, in, in the UK, it's like potatoes and sunflower oil and yeah. I think one or two others or something. But in the States, it's like 14 different ingredients in French fries. I mean, I thought it was just sunflower oil and potatoes, right, and a bit of salt. But no, there's all sorts of other stuff that goes into it. And if you can keep things simple, it's nice. Yeah. But-
0: yeah. There we go. Right. We've got nine minutes until we have to start a new meeting. So first things first, before we forget Bournemouth Airshow, I don't want to get numbers from you or anything like that. But was it worth doing? Was it profitable for you or do you do it just to sort of get a footprint and then you'll go back next year?
1: I did it because I wanted to test it out. You've got to test these things out. Yeah. We tested Boardmasters, we tested Bournemouth Airshow and they were the two sort of bigger um events that we tested and then i also tested local things it's like um just the other week we were at pool seafood festival and i made more money there than i made at Boardmasters. Yes. <laughs> it's just i couldn't make that crap up i really did yeah, yeah. like, seriously this little tiny seafood festival which is bloody good by the way there's some amazing seafood there yeah. um you know i was actually able to, to outsell you know what i saw at both Boardmasters and the bournemouth air show not combined but yeah. each one yeah. I actually so like three days, and one of the days it actually pissed down the entire day, I think, on the Sunday. So yeah. I only literally had like two days of proper selling. And I pretty much in two days covered what I did in born at Bournemouth Air Show. Mental.
2: Fantastic. So I don't know.
1: I think Bournemouth Air Show comes at a time when people aren't necessarily looking to buy sunscreen. So whilst I covered my pitch fee, which was ridiculously expensive, yeah, yeah. um, and you know, met some great people, you know, got the got the product out there, met people like you and yeah. and your customers and stuff and really help sort of you know share the brand um and the sort of education thing about mineral sunscreen really if i was to sort of factor in if i was going to pay myself any money which i don't and haven't done for two years yeah. it just it just doesn't pay for itself I'm, yeah. um, you know only two years in we're a really really small company and a quite a young company um, so i can't expect to be making a fortune just yet yeah. really i need to try and get into larger retailers that's yeah. my big that's my big thing
0: Yeah, I think that that could be a talking point in a minute. Um, I want to see what the future strategy is. Um, In the meantime, what can we talk about? When you're not doing set surf, this will only take like seven minutes, I reckon. When you're not doing set surf and being the entrepreneur that you are, what do you get up to outside of this, as in hobbies, recreational, you know, part-time job, anything like that? outside of- i'm sorry i just don't
1: understand that question recreation <laughs> <home> <laughs> time everything has I don't a- know <laughs> any i don't know any uh you know person that runs their own business yeah <laughs> an entrepreneur um which I, and i use that term in the loosest possible sense with me um that actually has a huge amount of free time but yeah. on the occasion when i do force myself to go down i like taking the dog out for a walk I mean, I do really like keeping it simple. I live in such a really beautiful part mm. of the country, southwest Wiltshire. We're right near sort of the, the bottom end of Salisbury Plain. We've got some amazing uh, walks and stuff, some stunning scenery. So doing that. Plus, I love being down at the beach. If I can yeah. get down to the beach, even not necessarily to swim or surf, because I don't really do that anymore. There's a certain that yeah. I just thought, no, I just look ridiculous in a wetsuit and it won't suit. It's like a beached whale kind of thing going on. Um, so I choose not to do that. But you know, just messing about, you know, near water river sea wherever yeah. that's that's where i'm happiest
0: yeah it's definitely got a magnetic feel i've lived in weymouth for 32 years and um i do think You're of in, the...
1: your whole your whole life has been down My whole
0: there Whole life has been in weymouth yeah i do think of leaving but i see people leave and they come back it's got this sort of yeah Rotary.
1: no it's not a, it's, a, it's just a lovely part of the world you know yeah. if i i can't you know i'd love to live by the sea But if I wanted, if I want, if I was going to live by the sea, I'd want to live in some like awesome house with an amazing view. And that just is not within my price tag right now. I
0: couldn't
2: afford that. No, I get that.
0: (laughs) That's cool. Right. We're going to go to a quick break. Uh, Let's do a Optimus U advert and then we'll be right back. So, Jane, I'm going to send you another link in a sec. And we'll hang up then. Cheers. Hello, hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called SetSurf. So, SetSurf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So, If anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town, and one of the most important things when you go to the beach, and probably anywhere in the world really to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from many, many supermarkets, (laughs) I won't call any out. But yeah, this is how Set Surf is different from all that cheap, nasty stuff that will just about get the job done. So it's 100% mineral. We don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach SPF 50. They just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids. It's reef safe because we use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe they're also non-nano we use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin like you get with some chemical sunscreens it rubs in virtually clear so set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin and they are also very very water resistant Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, argan oil, and aloe vera to nourish and moisturise your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code Bedlam20 to get 20% of any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code Bedlam20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later. Hey, okay, we're back. So, strategy for SetSurf.
1: We have one of those. We've, We've got a really good one. That is basically get into any big retailer that I can. And we're working with a company that's trying to help us do that and introduce, because one thing I've learned about um, the lovely people who are buyers in the big retailers is that they must be hounded from every direction, every hour of the day by people going, check out my product. It's awesome. Will you stock me? Will you stock me? Um, So they're pretty sort of, they're a pretty kind of guard, close guarded group of people. And I don't think I've ever met a buyer that will give another buyer's details to someone, you know, without that buyer's specific permission. So working with someone that knows a lot of them, whilst it's pretty damn expensive, I think is really worth it. And yeah. for me, it's a case of, you know, because we're actually doing a lot better. This is like the second year of, of, of Set Surf um, Limited um, when it's been run by us. And yes, our turnover is probably, you know, three or four times what it was in the first year. Um, and so things are starting to pick up. But ultimately, you know, unless you're shifting major volume, it's never going to be enough, you know, I, I wanted to earn a living from this, I wanted to be able to pay for, say, a car or something out of it, or, yes. you know, to be able to, you know, basically run my house off of set surf, you know, actually earn a proper decent income, mm-hmm. and, and we're nowhere near that yet, and unless we get listed by somebody that is prepared to buy big volume, I can't see that it's a commercially viable enterprise longer term, you know, and I really do think, you know, if, if in the end of, give it another year or two
2: mm. and
1: if i'm not in a big retailer then i'm just going to wind the damn company up yeah. because we've got a we've got a we've got a finite window of opportunity here before all the big guys yeah. you know all the big brands that i'm not going to mention brands obviously because i'm not insane um, but all the big brands that are currently making their chemical sunscreen within two years they'll all be producing mineral and they're already listed in these in in the big supermarkets and stuff and there's a saying you know it's uh, you can't get listed unless you're listed it's yeah. like how do you get into you know big brands like supermarkets like tesco and waitrose and Sainsbury's and all the rest of them if mm-hmm. you're not already listed in them and mm-hmm. it's a real challenge for, for time for not time, as you but know, for small brands like myself yeah. so we have got to give it a really good go keep plugging away for a good a good other two years i think a good extra two years and if we're not in if we're not being you know if there's no sign of us being in those big places i'm just going to wind the damn thing up because i just don't think i've got the energy to it's it, yeah. it become it's not not as bad as flogging a dead horse yeah. because it does turn over some money and it's a good thing to get out into the market. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't meet the goals that I had, that, that Mark and I had when we took the project on. Yeah, I get that. That sounds really defeatist.
0: No, 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 it's fine. It's real. Yeah. I think I can try a comparison to that in a parallel sort of way where I had a dream to become right. a project manager. And every job description that I ever saw was like, you must have at least three years' experience managing yeah. projects. And I thought... How am I going to become a project manager? A project manager. Got, it's a chicken <laughs> yeah, and egg situation, absolutely.
1: isn't it? I think though That's on that, that, you can get the qualification.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then I think, you know, to get some experience, you'd have to give up your time. You'd have to basically go and work for nothing for six months.
2: Yeah.
0: And
1: people have bills to pay, mortgages to pay, rent to pay, food to buy, council tax to pay. So it's, it's, a, it's easier said than done.
0: I think, like, not trying to hijack this, but... The, the way to do it really is to squirrel away like £60 a month. But the problem I have is the certification to get like the the foot in the door yeah. for project management. The courses are so fucking expensive. Yeah,
1: they are. They're like really and expensive. Half Eleven and and a half did you say?
0: Yeah, they can be like £1,500 for a practitioner course, which is what a lot of people right. want. But, but yeah, it's all good. We'll, we'll get there. We'll <laughs> get there in the end. That's it. See if you can do it with the Open University. They're awesome. Mm. Yeah, I'm I sure know.
1: I did. I did a course at the Open University years ago, some discovering science thing. Don't know why I did it. Struck. It struck me as interesting at the time, um, but it's really cool. They send you all of the stuff you need, and you can yes. do. You can work in your own time, so around a job or around kids or whatever. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. We'd all just much rather go and live in the Caribbean, right?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, in terms of strategy for word of mouth and things like that. You obviously have brand ambassadors and you've got i think did i see something on instagram recently that you've got some product in nice <laughs> yeah that's uh that is my
1: friend linda who who took some of it on vacation with her and um because they live in scotland they always they always basically say well it never sun- it's never sunny up there they don't need any sunscreen and I said well you'll need it for when you go abroad or something because you should technically wear sunscreen every day
2: yeah, and
1: yeah. she had it taking various you know she took various photographs of it in nice and stuff and some of the photos were really cool but they were just like properly in the shadow so i couldn't really use them they were a bit dark but that was really nice and i do keep you know i like working with people like yourself who are helping me you know spread the word because i can only be in so many places at once yeah. you know i'm so thinly spread and so working with people like yourself to help introduce my product and my brand to other you know to sort of interested retailers and stuff is really really helpful so if you know other people in other parts of the country or if you knew anybody that was interested in becoming you know and you know getting paid for every introduction made and taking a you know a a commission on on sales that are made and stuff and okay it's slow to start of course it is these things always will be slow but eventually it could result in quite a nice little income and stuff and so i want to do that and also I've, i've discovered that working with influencers doesn't really work for me or I've just not found the right bloody influencers yeah. everybody I've spoken to just wants a load of free product and I get one tiny little post which is sort of almost almost meaningless yeah. and they don't actually have that many followers and so I find that I've just so I've just tended to stop doing things like that yeah. and I've started working more with um there's a couple of volleyball guys who uh, I tend to do more stuff with on Facebook. I've been a bit crap on Facebook recently. I'm much more of an Insta person now. Oh. Um, and then there's this uh, young c- couple of kids. What's he called? I think they're called Bailey Breeze, Bailey Breeze, Breeze with an S. Yeah. And they're, they're doing sailing. They like sail small boats and stuff. And so I'm basically, I've sent them some product and they're representing great Britain in Hungary in some sort of competition this summer. So I'd rather do that because I'm supporting young people. And it's also, you know, it's also close to my heart because they're out on the water. You know, I grew up and spent quite a few years living in St. Lucia when I was a kid. My parents worked, worked out there. So I've got a real soft spot for, you know, being near the ocean. I've got a real passion for it. So people that spend their time racing and sailing and stuff, I've got a huge amount of respect. Um, I've also worked with some people that did the transatlantic, you know, the Talisker Whiskey Challenge, the transatlantic rowing challenge that people do so year before last i was one of the sponsors one of the many sponsors um, for the bristol gulls they were a four girl team from bristol um unsurprisingly who rode across the atlantic and this year i gave some product to five in a row and they were doing um they were doing the row in i think it was in aid of ret reverse ret or something to do that sort of medical condition. I think one of them, um, one of their relatives, had been struck down, uh, afflicted with this condition. Um, so, and it's really nice working with people like that because as a result of that and their word of mouth, I've got a few orders coming in from from stores up in Scotland. Yeah, so yeah. it was just you know you never know what's going to happen. So my new mantra is you know take every opportunity, grab every opportunity that comes because you never know when it's going to result just, you know in something totally awesome.
0: Yeah. There's that sort of six degrees of separation, isn't it, of the brand ambassador that you've, in air quotes, employed. They might know someone that knows someone that knows someone. They
1: know, exactly. Yeah. It's the you heart- might know someone who's the senior buyer for sunscreen at yeah. Tesco. <laughs> and it'll all be, this time next year, Rodney, will be millionaires. Yeah,
0: yeah that's <laughs> it. Like Dom from Blushing oh, yeah. Barber. Huh? Dom from Blushing Barber.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: i barbers now. He knows someone that runs a surf shop, and I would have never have known that if I No, didn't.
1: absolutely. It's but so yeah. cool. And he's, he's a fab guy. He's lovely. Yeah, Absolutely
0: yeah. amazing. Shout out, Dom. Love it. Right, so what are we going to talk about next? So I see SetSurf as a web entity where you can mm. just go on the website and buy stuff and hopefully use code better than 20. Um it's also got a place in events where you can physically sort of educate people and show them the product. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, how else do you think, because obviously you are at capacity, aren't you? Like you can't drive it around the UK. No, on I bloody
1: wish, because I do like getting out and about and talking yeah. to people. Um, you can buy the stuff on Amazon. So we are on Amazon. Okay. We're a registered brand on Amazon, just which is kind of sensible in this day and age. And Amazon's actually doing really, really well for us. Um, I wish it wasn't. I would much rather people go straight to my website because then my fees to Amazon wouldn't be so colossal. But then a sale is a sale, and I'm quite happy to take that. You know, so Amazon, um, the website, we are in probably around 20 surf shops now, and about, and I'd probably say 20 um, like refill shops, zero waste shops, that kind of thing, and that's increasing year on year. So we're we're sort of doubling the number of those that we're in each year. um but that's kind of small fry but to me that's still really important because those are the shops that regular customers that go down to they go down to Cornwall for their family holiday they're going into the local surf shops and then you know then they've got the option of buying my sunscreen and and whatever else they need so having having it close at hand and not always on something has you know because I don't even know whether you're allowed to say this because they'll probably send out people to kill me but I just don't like Amazon but I do think the world would stop turning without it.
2: Yeah. I don't know
1: anybody that is, you know, oh, I never use Amazon. I just, I refuse to on principle, which, you know, and if they've got those principles, then good luck to them. But right now I can't afford that because I just wouldn't be able to stay in business without them.
0: Yeah. People can. But setsurf.com
1: is better than amazon.co.uk for set anyway.
0: (laughs) Complain about like the Amazon packages. I've ordered stuff in the past, like DVDs, and they've come in these massive packaging. And I'm like, what the hell's happened here? But. I can't it makes no
1: sense, it. does it? It makes no sense whatsoever.
0: I can't boycott it though because it's just—it's almost too convenient. Yeah,
1: I think the minute you, you have, have Prime, Prime, the minute you're sucked into it and you have Prime, yeah. I think you just can't get away.
0: I'm you're stuck. Because
1: I know when I um I ordered some stuff for set, and without even realizing it, set had signed up to Prime, yeah. and and it and I and I'm not exactly a non tech savvy person okay i'm a bit of an idiot when it comes to google ads and i need people to help me with that because i just haven't got a bloody clue right. but generally with just you know using laptops and you know navigating around and doing stuff i've got absolutely no issue somehow without realizing it i paid for amazon prime for set and i never i don't need it so if i, if I need to get anything for the business i'll just buy it through my personal account and, and pay for on the company the company card yeah. but i did and i was shocked that i didn't realize yeah. And I've been paying for it for about four months before I realised and cancelled the damn thing. And I still get hassle, join up, yeah, prime, prime, yeah, yeah, yeah. prime pushed all the time. But it is actually brilliant value for money.
0: It is good. I hate the
1: fact that it is, but it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I get you. Um, what else can we talk about? So can we give FAIR a bit of a plug? FAIR is really cool, actually. Mm. There's loads
1: of platforms out there. So FAIR is just like one of them. But there are... There's a, there's a number of different platforms. There's OnBuy, Hope and Story, um, Etsy, which most people will have heard of. And then there's Fair.com. And then, honestly, there's at least four more that are on the tip of my tongue. I can't bloody remember them. Um, but there's quite a few of them. And these are more – and I'm thinking more of the B2B platforms, business-to-business platforms. So where are the retailers who go and buy some of their shit from? And Fair is actually really good because it's, it's a U.S. company. But when they, when they entered the U.K. market, I think last year or late the year prior to that – they are very, very well funded. So they were offering anybody that joined FAIR as a buyer for the first time, 300 pounds off their first purchase. So you sign up to FAIR, you buy the products that you want and fair would pay for your first 300 pounds of free product yeah. of product, sorry. And then they give you free shipping and they people have 60 days to pay for it. That to me is an absolute no brainer. And so from a buyer's perspective, when I spoke to them, I'm like, God, that sounds way too good to be true. Yeah. They said, no. And I said, so what do I get out of it if I've got my products on here? Because most of these platforms will take a hefty booming commission yeah. and it's like 25 percent for the first purchase and 15 percent afterwards. And I think 25 percent is really steep. But it is what it is. However, there is a way that I can introduce people to FAIR, and then they don't, you know, I don't pay that commission. I get like commission free. So I get paid in 30 days. My customers get 60 days credit. They get free shipping. I get the shipping for, uh, refunded to me. And everyone's a winner. So I'm actually, you know, I'm quite chuffed. So if people use setsurf.fair.com, yeah. they can get all of those, all of those benefits. But okay. I also think that people should be savvy and try the other um b2b platforms as well because they're all offering they all end up following each other and offering similar you know intro bonuses for for people so if dom for example at blushing barber or babylon barbers um, used fair then they should try the next one next time and then get a, a bunch of money off of, of their products as well yeah. it's definitely worth um you know basically being floating around and trying every everybody yeah. they are really cool but they're yeah. all pretty american though
0: yeah americanized to hell yeah um another way that we could obviously get set surf to be huge is like you mentioned earlier and i've just remembered um is big retailers so sort of whales you know companies that i don't know say avon or just a crazy company that you know everyone knows and floods the market and sometimes that can be a bit scummy and a bit in your face and you can't escape it like when the spice girls came out you know you turn the fucking radio on yeah. there on the, and then you watch the music video and then and you just
1: couldn't get away from the damn things God. it's like jesus is yeah. just too much yeah yeah
0: so to be honest was-
1: i'd be quite willing to risk that though with set i'd yeah. be very happy to risk that with
2: set to be honest yeah. if,
1: it, if it got if it got me into a big retailer um because i'd like to stay in business but there's every chance that i bloody won't and you know, if I come down, and I don't know whether I'll do um, Bournemouth Air Show this year. I think I've got too much on. Yeah. And if I'm, I'm, I tend, to, I was, it was a toss-up: do I do Bournemouth Air Show or do I do Boardmasters? And Boardmasters is cooler.
0: Yeah, no, fair enough. Because so
1: I get free into the actual festival, so I can drag the family in for free and that kind of thing. So th- there are there are some benefits to it. Yeah. And I think they've got um, a pretty good lineup this year. There's some pretty good people going down there.
0: Boardmasters 22. Let's have a look.
1: I'm pretty sure. I think when one of my kids did it, George Ezra is going to be there. I think he's quite cool. I mean, for young, obviously, sure, but again. they tend to have like an eclectic bunch. I think last year they had Gorillas, um, that my kids had never heard of because they're obviously just so bloody young. Yeah. But I'm a kid of the '90s, so <laughs> I, was at, I was at uni in the '90s, so I kind of know all of them.
0: Kings of Leon are playing. I know, right? Bloody hell. There's quite a decent lineup. Wombats, Freya, Freya Ridings me and casper my son just listened to castles and we've never ventured out of that song i don't know why <laughs> it's just our safe space <laughs> shout out freya ryden's Drop me a message bastille as well um yeah this looks cool i didn't realize it was so music. it is
1: quite it's a massive thing so they do it in um it's split between two sites so you've got fistral beach where they do the surfing competitions um and that's where the set surf Store is we share a store with uh, Tuka Swim, so big shout out to Tuka Swim. They do ethical uh, swimwear that is made. I think it used to be made in the UK. It's possibly made in Europe. It might still be the UK. I'm not sure. But the designs are just to die for, and you know my daughter absolutely adores them, um, and wish uh, wishes that they were her older sisters and that I she had nothing to do with me. Um, so when we're down there with them and we share the store, my daughter just basically spends all of her time worshiping them. They are fab. They're a fabulous pair, Chloe and Helena. Um, yeah really really entrepreneurial really switched on and it's just a pleasure to see that in in, in people as well and to share a store with them two years in, in a row is, is a real privilege for us as well yeah. so we're down at Fistral and there's a ton of other stalls down there and there's just loads of shit happening every single day it's not just surfing competitions but there's stuff happening on the beach and, and that kind of thing and then in the, in the evening everybody heads back up to Watergate Bay and the music starts kind of thing mm. so it, it's pretty it's pretty chilled out it's a good vibe it's a very good vibe yeah.
0: Yeah, I find myself unable to switch off at events because of my musical background. So it's nice to um separate it from. what do
1: you find that you just are constantly? What What are you? Why can't you switch off? What are you doing?
0: I I just I see like the line getting crazy, the queue getting crazy. I see that you know the promoter isn't doing the best he can do. He's on his phone the entire night, which I get. You know, we live in a world where we have to be on our phones. Um. Yeah, I see a lot of sort of pitfalls and me, right. I just want to help people.
1: <laughs> you see stuff that kind of
2: pisses yeah. you off.
0: And I, I want to enjoy the night and I want to just be like, if the stage falls down, the stage falls down. It's got nothing to do with me. Exactly. But I, it
1: affects I see stuff that pisses me yeah. off. And I remember being there, we were listening to Gorillaz and yeah. all I could fixate on was the fact that mac and cheese was something like 12 pounds yeah, yeah for this tiny pot of mac and cheese i'm like jesus that no. must have cost them like a pound or 50p or 30p to make it tasted bloody nice i'll give them that it was yeah. really nice mac and cheese but I'm like yeah. how much money have i just spent and that really got my goat but yeah. then you know festival food always so you've got to yeah. mortgage your house and yeah,
0: yeah. sacrifice
1: a month's rent so you can eat
0: yeah so if set surf doesn't work out and just yeah. sell some food
1: <laughs> I'm really going to go into the mac and cheese business or yeah. the cheese toasty business Yeah, I saw this on one of Gordon Ramsay's cooking, you know he was doing like the cookery type apprentice thing that he was doing his kind of like offshoot show Yeah. Um. one of them was doing cheese toasties and one of the um, events I did, it was some like little event up in Surrey, non-such county town and town country fair or something like that, mm. I always do really well at random little places like that yeah. I had the best cheese toasty of my life. I cannot tell you. It was amazing bread and they buttered on the outside of it and they had cheese and some bacon-y weird stuff and some relish. It was just, it was an experience. yeah And it was worth every £7.50 that I paid for. £7.50, 50 slices of bread and some cheese. Oh my God, it was worth it though.
0: There we go. Yeah. At, it at first. Yeah, I remember helping my girlfriend out because she was doing Made Sure, which is wax melts. We would go to like fairs and schools and little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. and we once sat next to a table that did cake pops and right. the company was making an absolute killing and obviously the people at the events have to eat as well so it's just this constant revolving door of like custom repeat business repeat business whereas you know Hannah's worked quite hard downstairs in our kitchen making these wax melts overnight yeah and i'm like i'm quite you know hey how's it going you know quite outspoken trying to get as many sales as possible but these guys next to us weren't even trying they were just like yeah, it's a,
1: well, you find make- that with with nice. food with yeah. food with booze yeah. brownies um what else do people just what what, what else sells itself at these events and What's quite funny, and I appreciate sunscreen, right? Is not the most exciting purchase.
2: No,
1: you know, it's it's one of those kind of it's a hygiene factor. You have to have it yeah. because you're going to burn otherwise, especially if it's sunny. If it's if it, you just don't sell anything if it's raining, right? I sell nothing, you know, because nobody buys sunscreen. People only buy sunscreen for me really when it's warm weather or they're burning or they're about to go on holiday and they're like, oh, I was looking for sunscreen. Yeah. But what I found at places like um, Boardmasters. Is that people would go and buy and spend 25 pounds on a beanie hat and or they'd go and buy spend you know the four family of four would go and spend 40 quid on on four burgers and stuff
2: mm-hmm. and yet
1: bulk at paying 10 pounds for my sunscreen well yeah. it was discounted from 15 so you're getting like a third off yeah you know so yeah I'm, I'm giving you a really great deal you don't get a bloody deal on burgers do you but no. people have no issue going and blasting a shed load of cash on a burger, which will probably be a bit shit and will last about five minutes. And yet they won't buy sunscreen to put on their kids. I've even had people come up to me and go, oh, I forgot sunscreen today, my kids are burning. Can I just put some of your sunscreen on my kids? Like <laughs>
2: what the Because
1: I would, I'll i never see a kid burn, right? I'm yeah. never, ever going to see a kid burn. But I do massively resent it. So I'll put a bit on their nose and I'll put it on their chin up and I'll put it on their ears for them and stuff. And I won't let the parent do it because the parent will just cover them in it. Yeah. And I have said to people, Want this one lady who decides she got right up my nose. And I just said, would you go to that burger van and say, I've, let, I've left my money at home. My kid's really hungry. Can I have a free burger? You'd no more think of doing that than fly. Definitely. Said, but you're happy to ask me to just give you my free product Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then she said my product looks shit anyway so I'm nice. like I'm pretty sure it's not and you're <laughs> just being sour grapes so I said no you can't wear it so yeah. I put it on her kids because I'm never going to see a kid burn but the adults can burn or they can buy my sunscreen yeah. damn right <laughs>
0: <laughs> Imagine that made like... no, no, like,
1: no. well, me a bad person makes me a bad person actually
0: imagine going up to like, Ed Sheeran just before he plays Wembley Stadium and saying look mate I haven't got any money but is there any chance you could just play me one yeah, can song? I just
1: yeah just do me one song or can I just come <laughs> in for nothing because I'm a bit because I'm a bit yeah, skinny?
0: Yeah.
1: or because yeah. I can't be bothered to buy a ticket or something it just really annoyed me Things but I that's that's not everybody the vast majority of people that you meet are really interesting people it's so much fun just chatting and, and chewing the fat with people having a yeah. chat um just getting to know people it's nice I really like it
0: yeah I do like an event I've got to admit yeah it's good fun um what have we got next so we'll do some quick fire questions because okay. we're getting close to the end of this now
1: that's all right i'm gonna have a glass of prosecco after no worries. this
0: well i'll uh, plug <laughs> your um email address and all that stuff as well in a minute so awesome. these are random so just say the first thing that comes into your head um the shorter answer the better
2: okay
0: kinder eggs are they Rubbish. a shit bit of chocolate with a toy inside or are they a delicious treat with a magical toy as a bonus? The first one, sorry. That's all right. Baby belt or cheese string? Uh, cheese string. Would you rather camp in a tent or a static caravan for one week?
1: A uh, static
0: caravan. Okay. Living in a city or living in the countryside? Countryside, love it. Chocolate or sweets? chocolate every time bath or shower shower mornings or evenings evenings finally mint choc chip or chocolate orange
1: mint choc chip i take it that's an ice cream flavor
0: yeah it just uh, it seems to be everywhere, what,
1: what floats my boat more mint choc chip big yeah. fan
0: of that i bought some chocolate buttons the other day that were mint choc chip
1: no way! Really? How does that yeah, work? It? Was that were they a nice experience?
0: Yeah, they were right. They tasted a bit toothpastey after a while. Obviously, you're not meant to eat the entire bag. What was? <laughs> I don't understand why you wouldn't do that. Yeah.
1: But how did they get the mint in them? Was it like little flecks of stuff, or did it end up tasting um, a bit kind of like sharp when yeah. you hit a minty bit?
0: I'll send you a link. I think it was Cadbury's. It's just... Have you
1: tried their carrot yeah. caramel? Do you remember, do you remember oh. Caramac bars off yes. of the olden days? It's like that. You can get the buttons and the bar. The bar is is woefully small. They're trying mm-hmm. to make it look like a big bar, but it's like yeah. two millimetres thick. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But that's well nice chocolate. That's really well, good. Well.
0: That's yeah, I'm play. so glad that stuck around as well, because Cadbury's kind of, they reel you in with like a special edition. Like when they did a thing with Ritz yeah. and it was amazing. And then they took it away and I was like, fuck i really like it but they seem to have kept have been
1: doing some weird shit since they were taken over by the americans yeah sorry
2: putting,
1: putting i think over. what did i get the kids tried some kind of like chocolate bar with popping candy in yeah. it yeah oh, no and something that looked like um jelly babies inside yeah. the chocolate i'm yeah. sorry never the twain shall meet as far as i'm concerned yeah. it's like chocolate it's like sweet and savory yeah. i would all i never mix sweet and savory so i could never have a sweet and sour chicken or something and i never have cranberry on turkey it's all it's for me it's got to be separate and again it just did something weird when you're mixing sweets and chocolate i know they're both sweet but i'm sorry they're like different planets it's like mars and venus as far as i'm concerned
0: no venn diagrams for jane no (laughs) keep it one thing (laughs) um last question that's just completely random just say whatever you want um there's a maximum security prison yeah there's a very high chance you might not come out alive. However, every day, every 24 hours that you stay in the prison, you'll get £10,000 cash. How long would you be willing to stay in there between one day and six years?
1: Holy crap. Just need to do a small amount of maths in my head, if you just yeah. bear with. No, no, I no. am thinking I would try and make it a year. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a decent amount of money, right? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Did you say ten grand a week or a day? Day. Oh.
0: Ten grand a day. So I would do three months.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about getting half a million quid. Sorry, mm-hmm. maths was never my strong point. You can yeah. see what the, the issue the dragons had, right? That's <laughs> like right.
0: three like months. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. So
1: I, I'm thinking I'd probably go similar to you. Try and get three months. I think I would worry though as to what would happen to my humanity because mm. what would I have to do in this maximum security jail in order to survive yeah. I've seen prison break it was not pretty
0: yeah the last person answered that it was Ollie from the Lego man it was so funny because the way I say it is I'll have a go and he's like you can't have a go at prison mate like it doesn't work no, like you that you either
1: do it or you don't yeah process. <laughs> <so laughs> well I wouldn't know I've never been in prison yeah um but I think I have got hidden depths and a hidden hardness. I reckon, if push came to shove, I could potentially survive for a while, enough to make half a million quid, and then I'd be able to uh, put my feet up a bit, employ some people for set, you know, yeah, just yeah. just get it off the ground that way. <laughs>
2: right,
1: <in the> prison. <laughs> <laughs> work, yeah, work off the back of prison. Awesome.
0: Oh dear. Right. So, Jane, now is your plug bit so if anyone is interested in selling set surf or stocking it or anything like that you can actually see on the website as well which i was really impressed with it's got the stockist tab yeah,
2: yeah. It tells
0: you where it is which is cool so how can people get hold of you how can people buy your product online and leave a review and all that stuff
1: okay so if you want to be an ambassador for set you can email me anytime my email address is on the website at the bottom of the uh, home page or it's just jane at setsurf.com that's set with two t's as in your what's on your t-shirt
2: yep.
1: um the other way to get in touch with me if you are um a whole uh, retailer and you want to buy the product is again to email me or get in touch with uh with uh, ben at absolute podcast at absolute bedlam yep. um and he can you know share the information because you've got all of our pricing as well haven't you mate yep. um i can email it to you or you can contact us via the website so that's the easiest thing to do or you can get in touch with me on instagram we are at SetSurf. surf yep. all nice easy ways to get in touch
0: very responsive on instagram as well you're always reposting stuff and uh trying to give people a bit of an experience
1: trying and it saves me coming up with my own content as well because content generation could take absolutely forever and I'm a bit crap at that so uh helping other people and reposting stuff that I see and and whatnot makes life a lot easier for me for sure
0: fantastic um is there any questions for me or anything that you wanted to mention before I ask the last question
1: um no other than Are you happy to still, because I still desperately need you to keep trying to find people to buy set. (laughs)
0: Absolutely, happy to do it. Um, Oh,
1: thanks, mate, I appreciate it.
0: Obviously, time is a finite resource on planet Earth. Indeed, I
1: appreciate that, for sure.
0: trying my best to... We can uh, only
1: do what we can do, but it's all greatly appreciated. Yeah,
0: I want the shops that it goes in to, like, work.
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, absolutely. It tends to be quite a slow build-up, and you'll find that, you know for example, that that one bigger client that we're really hoping comes right. off, which could yeah. be awesome, that could end up being quite a good little, uh, yeah. you know, could earn you some decent money as well. So there's money to be made in it. It just takes yeah. a little while to get the, the wheels turning.
0: Yeah, it's just putting those two things together and sort of yeah. like the middleman and sort of- Absolutely. And stuff like that. Um, plans for the future, and then I've got one more.
1: Plans for the future, as again, I mentioned earlier, Try and get into the bigger retailers and give set another good two years of of solid effort um, because I'm really passionate about the product. It's a really good product, but I need to get in place. I need to get in and be well established before the big players come in and just sweep me out of the door.
0: Yep. No, fair enough. So back of the leaflet here, Jane at SetSurf.com, available on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. And there's some facts on there as well. So water resistant, reef and ocean friendly, no harmful chemicals, parabens, or silicone. And I've learned how to say jojoba because I said Nice. Jojoba. Welcome. I've got a YouTube video up on the channel as well, if anyone wants to check that out. That was a while back now, but yeah, love this stuff. I wouldn't promote it if I didn't use it myself. Brilliant. Going to Berlin in. Two and a half weeks. So I'll be taking some of that with me as well.
1: Oh, make sure you've got enough. If you need any more, yeah, let me know.
0: Well, do. Thank you. Tesco meal deals. So you're on the road, you're about to go to an event, you realize yeah. that you haven't packed your lunch. Sandwich, crisps, and drink.
1: Right.
2: What
0: is your to? It
1: would be easy an egg and cress sandwich, ready salted crisps, and lemon iced tea, Lipton iced tea.
0: Fair enough. There we go straight down the middle
1: straight down the middle i know exactly mm-hmm. what i like
0: if egg and cress wasn't available what would be a backup
1: oh no that's oh i'm thinking ham and cheese oh, probably God. i tend to keep it quite simple with Asani.
0: Yeah. i'd go
1: chicken and stuffing
0: chicken and stuffing. as long
1: as there wasn't any cranberry in it
0: Ugh. fair enough there we go you had it here first people i've said that four <laughs> times now but yeah cheers for watching listening viewing and subscribing Shout out to John at Lord's Brewing for sending me some beer. Um, Shout out to Shanty Spirit. I'll put all the stuff that I've mentioned in this episode in the description. As always, shout out to Set Surf, Archie Soul and Optimus U, who are my main sponsors for this whole thing. And who have we got on next week? Because life is going nuts at the moment. Uh, we've got Scott and Wander's World, who are quite a successful YouTube channel that do a bit of beer reviewing. So Ooh. I'll be drinking that beer on that episode. It all comes together. And then Thursday next week, because we do two a week at the moment, is Ben Bulks TV, who's also another successful YouTuber. So looking forward to having them on. And, uh Ooh, look
1: forward to watching them.
0: Spreading the word of Set Surf on the way. So cheers for coming on.
1: Awesome. Thanks very much, mate. You take care. Thanks yeah. for having me.
0: Haircuts, we all need them, sometimes they can be a bit of a chore, sometimes it feels like you're on a bit of a conveyor belt and the person at the end of the haircut puts that mirror up and you kind of look at them like, oh god, but we go along with it because we're British, right? We all know what that's like. So, Dom, at Babylon Barbers, you'll feel right at home with a relaxed vibe and a professional experience all round. With both Veteran and Sens discount, Dom has time for absolutely everyone, as everyone deserves that fresh haircut feeling. Supporting the local community is a huge part of the job, so go see Dom and get more than just a haircut. I use Dom myself, I couldn't be happy with the results, he'll trim your beard, he'll trim your eyebrows, all that stuff. Right, back to the show. Hello guys, got a new ad read for you from a company called Optimus U. Um, so they are a fitness and sportswear company. Um, they are an excellent example of how fitness and sportswear should be achieved. They are going towards the fully sustainable route, which I am well behind planting a tree and all that sort of stuff for every purchase. So I've got this to read out, I've got Optimus U, we are much more than just a sportswear brand, we are a community full of fighters for 100% of the people, absolutely zero discrimination, and only using the very, very best quality in organic, sustainable materials made ethically here in Europe. Whether you're taking your dog for a walk or hitting that new personal best in the gym, let us help you along your journey and letting you become the most Optimus version of yourself. Recently got these on board because I think that Luke from Optimus U is a fantastic example of a leader. And lockdown has helped him create and develop this amazing brand. Um, and they are incredibly involved. They're incredibly inclusive, like I say. And I cannot recommend them enough. So give them a go at optimusu.co.uk if you use my code which is bedlam10 bedlam10 you'll get 10% off your order and i i just i think they're fantastic um they haven't put a foot wrong truly absolutely awesome company um i've recently been given a shirt and hoodie from them and i will be ordering some more stuff from them very very soon so shout out to OptimusU. u uh, right Back to the episode. Cheers, guys.